0: Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back. Uh, you know, we're we're a little late on these pods, but it's all good. It's all good. Got my boy, Julian. What up? What up? What's going on, man? How we doing? Shit, tired. But, you know, we, we grinding. We getting through shit. So, yes, sir. bro, I knew this was going to happen. I think you knew this was going to happen. We'll just start off with the Westbrook trade. I knew the Lakers were going to get somebody. And I know people are going to try to discredit them and say, oh, this isn't a big three. This isn't going to work. Like, bro, like, come on. They they got Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and AD. If that's not a big three, I don't know what is. What are your thoughts as a Laker fan that they got him?
1: Like, it? I mean, I have mixed reactions to it. I mean, I can see why people hate it. I can see why people like it. For me, I'm more on the like side. Uh, you know, Westbrook's a dog. He, he's, a, he's a star in this league, uh, obviously, you know, it's curious to see how he's gonna mesh with LeBron. Uh, but I mean, looking, looking at it from a pick and roll standpoint with AD, it's gonna be it's gonna be clutch, man. You know, Westbrook loves to attack the basket, and AD, you know, he's the best big man any point guard can ask for in the pick and roll. So um, it's gonna be kind of difficult to guard both of them at the same time. I wonder how you know he's gonna fit with LeBron. But in terms of you know him, you know, playing hard every day. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be great, and I know his defense hasn't been as good as in the years past. But I know Frank Vogel is gonna get that out of him, and I'm sure he's gonna. Um, obviously, it's the the whole team buys in on defense, as you can tell. So I'm sure Westbrook will fit in with with that and you know, put put more effort, put a better effort on defense. So I like the trade overall. It's great. I'm not saying he's gonna be the superstar that he was in Oklahoma City, but you know he's gonna be he's gonna be better than what, Schro- what Schroeder offered last season. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, I feel the same, and. To me, it's like you have to think LeBron and AD are going to rest a couple of nights here and there, you know, like they always do, like load management and stuff just to have them healthy for the playoffs. And Russell Westbrook doesn't take any days off, bro. Like you have to you have to like put that into perspective that they're going to have this guy every night. So when those two are resting, now that guy can start cooking like he always does. And, you know, I'm just I'm curious to see how he is off ball because he's never really been good off the ball and you know lebron needs the ball in his hands it's not like Russ is going to be running the show the whole time so that's my only like you know what's going to happen there but i mean i i like the trade and i want to get your thoughts like the fact that the heel trade got reported first and then all of a sudden westbrook happened and we were you and i were talking about shams and Woj reporting two different things like what what would you have preferred did you like this move or would you rather have healed
1: um i personally i mean i obviously i would love buddy healed but when i was hearing those rumors before the westbrook thing came out i was like okay like forget buddy healed who's gonna be a point guard will it be kyle lowry for less money you know you know i know thomas has been speaking on derrick rose coming to the lakers um if that was the case Mm. Uh, I was more primarily concerned about a, having a point guard more than anything. I know we need shooting, uh, but you can always find shooters off the street. To be quite honest with you, uh, it's very it's it's more difficult to find a point guard out there uh, who who can defend these elite point guards in in this league and can also make plays when, like you said, when LeBron's going to be out for a couple games. LeBron's off the floor for those minutes that he's not playing. So um, I was more excited about the Westbrook thing. The thing about a heel is I love Buddy Heal, but just the packages that I was hearing that they're going to give up for him with with uh kuzma and, and trez and and the first round pick and you know possibly throwing in kcp i wasn't liking it i feel like that was too much to get for Hill. uh with westbrook i mean we kind of did over also overpay to get him in terms of a trade value but we had to make the pieces work we obviously had to match salaries for him um so that was the only case that i didn't like about the westbrook deal but either way i would have took westbrook over Hill any day of the week
0: mm, yeah i agree and i mean it I wouldn't say you guys are out of the the woods with that yet because you still have a Schroeder signing trade Taylor Horton Tucker, you know, uh, Caruso. I don't know if you guys are going to keep them. So, I mean, there is a possibility, but I don't know if Sacramento would want another guard after drafting another one. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do as far as with healed. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's just funny to see like all these dudes like really not try to say this is a big three. Like, come on. We know at the end of the day, this it's going to be this team, you know, in the final four at the Western Conference Finals. To me, it's going to be Nets and Lakers. I I know that's super far down the road, but I don't see any Western team really making a, a big push for like a, you know, a star you know, the Suns are going to stay the same. I know they got Shamit in a trade. That's good depth, but I just don't see them really getting another star. And if they don't, that team, I don't feel like is going to beat the Lakers again with this roster now. And I know they're going to get minimum guys. Who knows how that bench is going to look afterwards, the Lakers, but I, I don't see any team really challenging the Lakers. Maybe the Clippers, depending on when Kawhi comes back, but I don't know if that's how, if that's the sense you're getting with the West, but that to me it's it's the Lakers right now, leading the pack.
1: Yeah, of course I agree. I mean it's 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 Phoenix and and the Lakers, but I would give the Lakers the yeah, it's just because this they're being more aggressive in the off season.
0: Yeah.
1: So I would probably pick the Lakers, but don't sleep on the Warriors, and I'll get back to that later yeah. in the show.
0: Yeah, we'll get into it right now, but uh, I just wanted to touch base with you on the Westbrook trade, see how you're feeling, but I, I mean I I'm not you know i'm not like oh fuck that move you know that was a good move for them they i feel like they had to do something they did it they got it out of the way so we'll see what they do with their bench but let's get into the draft i mean the top 3 we really that that really didn't surprise anybody k jalen green uh mobley let's get into number 4 what did what did i know i know your thoughts on suggs i that's where we both thought he was going and the fact that they went Scotty Barnes, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I was shocked, <clears throat> quite frankly. I mean, the reason why I'm so shocked is like if, if uh, you know, if like the Cleveland Cavaliers made this pick at four and skipped on it, you know, typical Cleveland to do or somebody, you know, an organization or Minnesota, some organization where, you know, has, has a history of botching picks. But for the Raptors, it's just kind of odd. I mean, I, I respect the hell out of that front office. I mean, they literally what brought them a championship two years ago. You know, I, I know I have very much a lot of respect for that organization more than anybody else in this uh, league. So for them, this is kind of odd. But I mean, you know, what this tells me is, you know, they probably know something in Scotty Barnes that none of us really do. Uh, for them to make a pick here at four, that you know everyone believed was gonna be Suggs, it's I don't know. It's something. There's just something there that I feel like no nobody knows. And then you know who knows Scotty Barnes is probably gonna be. Uh, the stud that he's expected to be at. I'm getting picked at number four.
0: Uh, I mean, the the thing I I kind of know why they picked him is because you know you need a guy that can defend one through five. He can do that. The thing is, to me, it's just another Ben Simmons. I told you that when they drafted him. This is like Ben Simmons 2.0. His his jump shot is broken. Now maybe he's more willing to shoot it than Ben Simmons, but I mean that's. To fix it, you're going into the league having to fix your jump shot already? I mean, we'll see. I mean, we've seen it done, but... You Lonzo know, Balls. Yeah, Lonzo. Fisting. It's just... I agree with you. Like Suggs, to me, especially knowing... I told you, especially knowing they Lowry's gone. Unless they're going to move Van Vliet and they like Van Vliet running the point, I would have went Suggs. You could have had Suggs, Van Vliet, and they would have had a backcourt for the next you know, five to ten years depending on if Van Vliet resigns, but, you know, that, that, that that to me, I'd rather have that, you know, Suggs, um, Van Vliet, Ananobi, Siakam, and then plug in a five you want, I don't, I, I just don't know what, like you, like you said, you know, maybe they know something we don't, maybe they have the shooting coach to fix it, but I don't know, I, I feel like they, they're gonna regret passing on Suggs, like you said, so. You know
1: i mean that coaching staff they have there is elite though as well they're really it good is, at developing but... players so you just never he's he's in a good home scotty barnes there yeah. if there's gonna be one team that's gonna fix his jump shot it's gonna be the return to right
0: hey we'll see if he does so mm-hmm. i wonder if they're gonna start him at the three or four that's mainly probably
1: start him at three because i mean if siakam stays i'll start him at three if not like i wouldn't be surprised to put him at four siakam's gone yeah.
0: Yeah, but what do you think about Orlando? Orlando's draft actually went good this year for the first time in a while. They get Suggs. The only thing with the Magic is... I don't is...
1: know. I, I, didn't, I, I love Suggs. I mean, that's the best pick. You know how I feel about them. Uh-huh. I think he's, again, the best player in this draft. I didn't like the second pick at number eight. I, France? Wagner, you don't like Wagner? I don't, well, I don't like Wagner 'cause because I, I don't know. I, just, I never really paid much attention to him uh, in college when he was there. Uh, I just think he's going to be... A decent uh, NBA player in this league. I, I don't. I think they're. You know. I don't know. I just. I don't. I have some bad feelings about it. I never liked the pick. I don't know. I like even if he went outside with the top ten. You know, I still would have not like to pick anywhere. I think he was more of a like a bottom pick. Like after the lottery, I guess you could say a non-lottery pick.
0: I mean, look, Wagner. I feel like he's a good player. You know, he's a scoring forward. He's gonna be good in this league. To me, though, I would have went book night. Because I would have rather had Suggs and Book Knight and then figure out what you're going to do with Fultz, Cole Anthony, and um, I don't know if they have another guard there or not. But, um, you know, just figure out what you're going to do with them. But to me, I, I would have went Booknight. I You know how I feel about Booknight. I like his shot create. He can get his own shot. And, you know, I'm surprised he fell that far. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, Franz is good. As long as they didn't get him at number five. That's fine. I mean, it, it was a good draft. It's fine, whatever. But that's who I think Golden State should have picked, and they went Kaminga, which I I like
1: that better. I, I
0: don't know. Kaminga's more like potential. You're 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 going off of like oh maybe like three to four years he'll be good. Like I thought, I, I thought they would be all in. That that's my problem with Golden State's draft is, you know, I I told you they weren't gonna you know trade for nobody because it, it, none of the trades made sense for them. Like I, I, let's get into that Ben Simmons offer. I know you said you would have took that. Hell no, I wouldn't have took that.
1: If you were Philly, you would have not took
0: that deal. No, no, no. If I'm Golden State, I'm not accepting it oh, because Wait, I, I... because Philly was the one who was like, oh, you want this? I, I want this, this, and this for Simmons. Like, bro, you better be throwing something else in that that trade. I'm not just giving you all these assets for Simmons. Like what, like? throw no, me ball or something like you got to throw in something else you can't just be like oh give me four first round picks Wiggins and Wiseman like I'm glad uh Golden State didn't take that offer because I feel like they would have regretted it
1: oh no wait and the reason why is I mean there's a window in Golden State and everyone knows it everyone knows there's a window of opportunity to, to win another championship uh you know Steph and Clay everyone doesn't really kind of realize but I mean they're in their 30s like yeah. you know Time's almost past him, if not for already for Clay. Um, and then Draymond's you know, I don't know what Draymond's you know up to and what he how he's doing. That's why I feel like um, they didn't
0: take it because what are they going to do with those two on the floor?
1: I mean, I could see it, but uh, you're just having another superstar in there. Obviously, Ben Simmons, the only problem with him is he just can't shoot the ball. But I mean, when you have two of the best shooters in the league, I feel like that's a good problem to have. I mean, you don't necessarily need to have Ben Simmons to shoot, but you have other shooters out there who will never ever. Uh, leave their leave their man for to go help out and guard Ben Simmons. I don't know. I like to trade and then, to me, quite honest with you, the number fourteen pick. Let's be honest, you and I would probably oh, no. both agree that's yeah, how, no, that's no, that's a no. pretty worthless pick. Yeah. Number seven, I guess you can say is kind of valuable. Um, I can see that. Uh, but the, these two future first round picks, like, are they were they protected or were they unprotected? Do you know?
0: I think I think they were lightly protected. But the thing is, is like that's my thing. If it was just those four assets, you're asking for a seven or fourteen wiggins and wiseman bro take that deal any day of the week but you're asking for two more like i mean let's let's not get it twisted they're asking for a hardened type package well for what this dude is not hardened like you need to lower the standards a little bit because you weren't you are not going to get that package where you're going to get a bunch of young players and a bunch of pick swaps and you know unprotected or protected first round picks like you're not getting that if they would have asked for those four, oh, yeah, take it. Easy. Could because you obviously want to get rid of Wiggins anyway. 7 and 14, I don't even feel like they're going to be on the roster, Moody and Kaminga, by the trade deadline. So maybe they they end up getting Simmons anyway. It's just, I I don't, I don't know. Philly, Philly's asking for too much, and that's, I, I agree with them not taking it. That's the only thing. If it was those four, any day of the week, I would have took that trade. But you're asking for two more first-rounders? Mm-mm.
1: The way i scale it as is i mean those two future first round picks i mean i don't see the warriors if they were to get simmons i don't see them being of like so bad where you know those picks are going to be protected to the point where you know they're not going to have them for the next 10 years i don't know i don't see the the Warriors being a lottery pick for the next five to eight years if simmons joins that team which is why i was like you know what those two for extra two first round picks that they're asking for the future like just throw them in the deal like there's not going to be valuable whatsoever
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't. Do you know what years they were asking for?
1: That's the thing. I don't know. I mean, obviously, if they're asking for like a two thousand and you know thirty first round pick, then you know that's too far ahead to so decide. I'm, but if they're at like two thousand and twenty four, two thousand twenty five first round pick, you know top three protected, I'm like, oh hell yeah, take the deal. Yeah, you what else do you want? i throw yeah, in another second round
0: there. I'm looking at their picks. I'm pretty sure they asked for twenty twenty four because they have Memphis's, uh, first round pick, top four protected i'm pretty sure that's the one they were protecting like they didn't want to give that one up because who know who the hell knows with memphis after this draft and what they're doing with the deal that they did with for bledsoe and adams for uh Jonas. but um yeah i don't know what like down the road trade deadline wise, do you think the warriors are gonna make a move like i was saying do you think these these two rookies are gonna be on the roster
1: yes i do think uh i mean barring any trades uh but if we're just gonna go based off of the roster they have now i see Kaminga being a big factor in this or a big piece of this team uh later in the season maybe not in the early part of the season um because the way i look at it i like this pick and i know he's young um but the way i see it is that he's a good like he's a big like i don't know he he knows how to defend and i know steve Kerr loves to switch a lot on defense so he wouldn't be a liability when it comes to defending uh, uh, with Clay and, and Steph and, and Draymond, both all out there on the floor. I think be, he won't be he will be the guy that the offense is going to pick on, the opposing offense, and I, I do think he's going to be a big factor later in the season if they keep it.
0: So let's uh, get into when, 14. Oh, what were you going to say?
1: Yeah, I was going to get to Moody. I like Moody. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he – the thing about it is I think he's more ready than, than kaminga in my opinion so this is kind of, this thing yeah. made more sense mm-hmm. uh i guess you could say uh but with i don't know like with with this i don't know i have not much i don't have much to take about Moody because i didn't see much a lot of him uh, much Mo- of him last season
0: so Mo- moody's a good pick you know he had a bad tournament so you know I, i'm not surprised he kind of fell where he fell but i don't like i said it, with these two picks i thought they were gonna go more like Certain player like they were gonna go more sure things and more potential, because to me it would have, if they would have went like uh a Wagner and I know you're not a big fan but to me Wagner and mm, to to pick at 14 I don't know it's kind of you know you don't know what you're getting but if they would have went like um Kispert from Gonzaga, who the who went to Washington, I don't know. Those are two dudes that right away you're getting shooting, you're getting defense, you're getting sure things in a way, and I don't know. Maybe Kaminga develops into something you know really good. I'm not saying he's gonna be a bad player. I'm just saying the pick where they picked him and you know what's gonna happen with him later in the season. I don't know. It's just, it's just in the air. And the other two to me are for sure things, and you know we'll see. They could have went that. Um, um, Sengun or Sengun that Turkish center he's kind of an NBA center and he went to um, oh, where did he go I think the Thunder I could be wrong Rockets, Rockets. okay they traded that pick then so I, I don't know I just feel like they could have they could have done that but you know it is what it is All right, we'll see what happens I, I still feel like there's a trade for them to make and maybe it could, it could be Simmons down the road I just feel like those two first eventually Philly's gonna cave it it always happens like the the yeah. team that needs to trade the star away they'll cave and they'll be like all right we'll give you we'll give we'll take this and this for instead like whatever but um like it yeah, it happened. A yeah it happened with ad like the lakers offered more than they had to give up the the second or the third time around in the offseason when they traded for him so you know eventually it'll happen i don't know where we'll get into to predictions later but um what was like a, a surprise for you in the draft? Like, what surprised you? you know, <laughs> Quite frankly, that the Orlando picked, Uh, the Orlando
1: pick, yeah, Wagner, and then you know. Like so, Toronto who would Rattles you have
0: gone if you Rattles. were them?
1: Who well, the 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 magic, the, the magic at,
0: at eight? What would you have done? I
1: don't know. I'm a big Zyder Williams guy. I don't know why. Hmm. I just I like him. I think he played with Bronny. Yeah, though, if I'm not too sure.
0: Yeah, this is old. That team, team
1: was good. So, like, I don't know. I kind of like Zyder Williams. I know. During those days, um, I didn't pay attention much to. Him after he like stopped playing, Brownie obviously when he moved on. But mm-hmm. I think he was one of the better players in that team, and that's why I was like, you know, all the hype's on Brownie, but like started with him. So I, you know, just from a talent standpoint, I think the Magic just need just need a, like a a player out there who, because sometimes, and I'll say this right now, I mean teams. They always try to, there's two different types of scouting reports. There's going to be the one that fits your team, but there's also the one that, you know, you got to take the best player available. Yeah. And to me, Zaire Williams, um, you know, I remember eight, he's, I think to me, he's going to be the, the player Uh, past eight, post like from eight to moving on after that. He's going to be the guy that's going to have all-star potential in my opinion. Mm. Um, And you can never have too many all-stars on any team. I think he's he's going to be the, the guy in the teens from 10 to 19 that's going to be the one that sticks out. I know how you feel about Book Knight. But I mean I think yeah. Zaire's gonna no, have a better. But Book era.
0: Knight to me more as a dude that can help better you get fit. over it Yeah, but I feel like he can get you over the hump. Maybe he's not like a all star. I don't know. He's a fringe all star player. Like he's just a dude that when you need a shot, he can get it to you. He can give it to you. So that's the only reason I'm that was my surprise that he fell to eleven. And the fact that he fell to eleven, and I know you asked me that night, what are they gonna do with all those guards they have? They have Devontae Graham Obviously, Lamelo. They have Terry Rozier. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do in the, when you know you can start uh, making deals and stuff. I know trades are already happening, but maybe they're waiting. But you know that's a that's another thing that shocked me. And the Kings drafting Davion Mitchell, like
1: that one's fucking too.
0: Yeah, it's like what a, so De'Aaron Fox is obviously in the trade block then to me. Because I don't feel like they're going to go in the season with three guards. Maybe they will. You know, Davion develops and comes off the bench. But um, to me, I feel like if you're making that pick that high, maybe if it was like out of the lottery or later in the lottery, maybe you could go in the season with them on the bench. But I feel like they're going to maybe that's a Simmons team right there. Fox for Simmons and whatever else. But. I that that shocked me that they went Davey and Mitchell, knowing what they have with Halliburton and Fox already. So
1: um, yeah, but. no, I I agree. I mean, I just the thing about Mitchell to me is, you know, you're right. It's it's kind of a weird pick that does tell you know raise some eyebrows there for Sacramento, and quite frankly, the way I look at it is, I think Fox is kind of a little frustrated with the organization. Um, having not even make the playoffs, obviously it's Sacramento, you know, mm-hmm. we haven't seen them in the playoffs. Bobby or the Mike baby day. Sorry, Um, but I mean I think I think there's whispers in our organization where they already kind of had this feeling that Fox one yeah, They're already just ahead of it. So good good pointing out on your end.
0: Yeah, I don't know if anything else. Oh, the Spurs going primo. Oh my Lord. I'm surprised they picked them. Why? Have you... <laughs> Bro, like pre, primo. Have you seen any primo tape? I've not seen any primo tape mm, it, it's it's uh i literally deon waiters jr without the scoring ability of Dion waiters you know no 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 hate to him maybe he'll develop it's just like i said there was more sure thing like they had moody and they went primo i don't know like there there was other options for them Kispert. they could have went Shingoon, they could have went garuba they could have went a lot of different ways and they went, prim- Primo was like a, a 25, like he was projected to go in the late 20s, and they. The thing
1: about it is, um, and I'll refer to what I said earlier, there are many organizations out there where you're like, oh, this is a typical pick on that. but like Spurs are just like the Raptors. Maybe they know something we don't, or maybe they believe in the guy enough where they can develop him and turn him into a good player. This but league.
0: can you really say that about the Spurs with their recent draft woes? Like, can we really say that about the Spurs right now? Raptors sure they they have they have a little leeway, but the Spurs lately they've been like I I don't know what the Spurs are doing.
1: True, no, you're right, you're right. I I don't know, but I mean, just the Spurs have a historic. Obviously, not everyone have how everyone sees the Spurs. They just historically great, great coaching or great coaching staff, great organization. Um, so I guess you can't really question it that much. But I mean, people do have their reasons over the past few years of what they yeah. have down there.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like he's gonna be on this team in three years. It's we'll tough. To, it's yeah. We'll see. see. It's tough to say, but um, let's see what else. Book night. We already talked about. I mean, there, there's nothing really else to like. You know, Duarte went to the Pacers. They get shooting. He's a good player, but I mean, that's really that's really it. The what one thing, and I and I've been hearing this a lot, and I I agree the nba draft is so weird bro like the the broadcast I don't, I don't get why they do like if you know there's already trades going on why don't we just say that the team's picking them like why why does it have to be oh oh yeah like they have to wear the other team's hat and then you know we know he's not going there but then it's still up and like oh we don't know like and then woge and shams are leaking picks like and that happens in the nfl but the nfl to me is better about it like they don't they're not like oh uh what's the dude that we call dove climbing they're not like on the broadcast oh dove climbing is uh you know reporting that zach wilson's going to the, to the jets at number two before the picks is, is announced you know what i mean like it's just weird that they do that i don't know i, don't know. I, I, <laughs> could, I couldn't watch it i really couldn't watch the broad i tried after like the the fifth pick, I was like, I'm turning this off. I might as well just be watching this on Twitter. Like, yeah. no, I
1: and I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess, I did after after the Jaden Silk's pick, um, I just started following it on Twitter myself.
0: Yeah, like, I I don't know. It's it just, it's kind of lame that they do it like that, and you know the trades. It's just weird. I don't know. I like the moment they got, that they, they got, drafted Terrence Clark. Oh my bad. Go ahead.
1: They got big Kendrick perks out there. <laughs>
0: Moody Moody Mo 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 Bro, he couldn't say Moses Moody. I'm like, bro, like, what is going on?
1: No, yes, the card the thing was a nice gesture on the NBA. They they always have a history of doing that and honoring you know players who who should have been there. So, because I know they did this with the with the guy from Baylor not too long ago, correct? Where he was now able to join the league because of his heart conditioning.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. He couldn't play, so they drafted him.
1: So, plus like on the NBA, like always, mm-hmm. they one of the most respected leagues out here, honoring players. So, shout out to the NBA for that.
0: All right, I think it's time that let's get into the to the bull predictions. I told you to give me like five or more. How many did you come up with?
1: Actually, I came up with uh, four. Okay, four. I was trying to find the fifth you one, good, but good. I Go ahead. Uh, first one, you want me to give you the big one or you want me to give you the smaller ones first?
0: However you want to go about it.
1: I'll go small first. So obviously, and I'm sure, uh, when people hear this recording, uh, my, one of the small bold predictions I was going to say is Melo to LA. I think Carmelo, I think it's time for Melo hmm. to play with Ron. I think it's time, um, especially after this Westbrook trade, I think Melo's obviously going to take the veteran minimum and just, you know, I, this, I think this is time. For, I think this will be his last season, uh, no matter where he goes. I think, and I think Melo wants to just uh, end it with with uh, playing with his bro and LeBron and pursue a championship this last season.
0: Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of Melo to the Lakers rumors. So
1: I, I guess, guess it's not that bold, but I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I would probably put money.
0: Doesn't have to break headlines, but that's yeah, a good that's a good one. I feel like that's gonna happen. You know, it's funny. I, the I had this like that night I texted you about it, or that day. I'm not sure when, but. I had um my first one was Beal and Westbrook are going to get traded in the offseason. So I'm one for two. We'll see what happens with Beal, but I, I just feel like the Wizards...
1: Yeah, I don't know,
0: I don't what's that?
1: Oh, no, go, go ahead.
0: No, I, I just feel like the Wizards, you know, I I feel like for them, would it would be a great, like, rebuilding team for them. I just feel like it's time. Like, what's the point of making the play tournament or being... You know, back then, like a eight seed, seven seed, six seed, and just getting bounced in the first round. I know it's good experience, but it's like Beal. I feel like I know he's saying he's gonna stay and all that, but I feel like eventually, whether it's later in the off season or towards the trade deadline, he's gonna get dealt. And I know I said th- I, I still feel like it could happen in the off season, but I've, Westbrook for sure was gone whether it was to the Lakers or not but the Lakers was the only option in my opinion cuz I don't know who else would take the Westbrook contract but um I just feel like it was it was time to move on and you know obviously Beal and Westbrook didn't really mesh too well and I know we've been saying that a lot about Westbrook on all of his teams but um I feel like it's going to change with the Lakers but I had that one so let that's you what a winning culture
1: it. does, though. This, this, yeah. That's what a winning culture does. That's why I feel like, you know, Melo going there and Westbrook, obviously they may not be the best fit uh, for the team in terms of X's and O's, but I think they will be willing to uh, adapt and you know, as best as they could and, you know, contribute as much to this team. For this yeah, season.
0: I agree. Uh, go with your second one. Go ahead.
1: <clears throat> uh, the second one's not too big either. I think JJ Redick's going to Brooklyn. Um mm. And to be quite honest with you, uh, now that I mentioned that, I think a lot of players are going to be ring-chasing in L.A. or in Brooklyn, one yeah. or the other. I think this is going to be the off season where, you know, like I just brought a Melo to L.A., J.J. Reddick to Brooklyn. You know, a couple of these, like, higher-end, older players that we've known for the, the last 10 years. Yeah, Bryn Forbes. Uh, go? He's going yeah, yeah, to I think a lot of these teams or a lot of these players are just going to go ring chasing and take some minimums uh, just to join us yeah. both of these. So that's another bold prediction. I think obviously, you know, when the Warriors, did it with KD. They had David West, uh, Barbosa, uh, Varejao, you know, just Petulia. three. That's like a Nick Young, Swaggy P joined, you know, JaVale. You know, players that we know are good. They're not superstars or anything like that or former, you know, all-stars or anything like that. But they, they were very respected players in this league where everyone knew they are capable of you know having a big night uh one of these games and i think a lot of these players are going to go there
0: mm, I, I could see it. it 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 happens every now and then like you know with the heat a bunch mm-hmm. of dudes took minimums to go there so yeah it'll happen again um my I, second we, one a little more bolder uh i feel like and it's just a gut feeling kemba walker will be an la Clipper to me, he's not gonna. I don't feel like he's gonna stay on the Thunder. Clippers need a guard, and that's the only team to me that makes sense. Obviously, the Lakers would have made sense too, but um, I I just feel like he's gonna end up either there or maybe Chicago, and if they don't get Lonzo, but to me, I feel like he's gonna go to the Clippers, and that's gonna be their way to compete with you guys.
1: Yeah, of course, I agree. And- and you know what i'm gonna actually uh go off of that if kemba is become a clipper i will say in this trade package it was gonna be and i didn't bring this up in the trade uh or in the draft talk but i do love jason preston mm-hmm. i don't know if you know who he is yeah, he yeah, is a yeah, ohio, ohio guard. Playing card. Mm-hmm. yes uh shout out to jewel obviously she's working for the bucks now but she uh she hyped him up. I watched him in, in March Madness. Saw a couple of his clips uh, during the season. Man, that guy's that guy's fearless. Uh, obviously, playing for a smaller school in Ohio, you know, not not a lot of people talk about him. Uh, but he did get drafted by the Clippers. Um, to me, I think the Clippers need a point guard like that. Um, but if they are willing to throw like trade for Kemba, like you said, um, he's obviously going to be in that trade package. I guarantee it. And he's going to have a lot more playing time in Oklahoma City. And I think he's going to develop into a, a very very great player in this league. If that happens, that's another bold
0: prediction that I'll have. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know with Oklahoma City what they're doing as far as like with Shea. I know they were offering him and a bunch of picks to. They won't move trade him. Move up. I don't see it. I'm they surprised. I'm him. surprised Cleveland didn't take it, but maybe because of Garland, they they just wanted that big man. But um, I don't know. We'll see. But I I, I can see it. I mean, the the Clippers are gonna have to give up a lot. I mean, you know, I feel like Beverly's gonna be in there. Um, ibaka's once a free again, agent I yeah i mean in
1: the they're having to throw a lot to yep. the thunder to get another player in that
0: yeah pretty much they're so gonna have to do the same thing so um uh, that yeah that's my bold prediction for the for kemba but yeah All go right, ahead. so
1: <clears throat> let me go with my big ones now i have two big ones uh so one of them was uh you just mentioned Bradley Beal. Uh, I do think him or Siakam will get traded to the Warriors. Still, I mm. do think one of those is going to end up going there. I know a lot. The last reports that I heard is Bradley Beal does not want to get traded. Um, I do kind of feel like when there's smoke, there's fire. So if there's already people reporting that you know he's not too happy in Washington, that obviously just tells me you know it's going to get worse unless Washington goes out there and makes a big three. Um and he you know, he wouldn't mind staying. I think at some point Bradley Beal is gonna continue to get frustrated and I think yep. later in the offseason, I think he's gonna realize that, you know what, like uh, you know, my time my this is my prime and I need to go out there and go get a chip. Especially with Brooklyn having three, you know, the big three and the Lakers already assembling their own big three. I think the Warriors are gonna go out there. And I think that's the reason why they picked Kaminga at number seven, is because they they know he's a valuable trade piece. Um, where a, a younger team like the Wizards or a rebuilding team like the Wizards or, like, you know, the Thunder, somebody can go out there and, and you know, work on coming as a project like the Bucks did with Giannis. So I think the Warriors picked him. Um, but I know in the back of the head they're probably using – they're going to use him as a trade piece. But I mean personally, I think he's going to fit well with the Warriors if he stays. But, yes, Bradley Beal or Siakam will go to the Warriors.
0: I feel more like Siakam would go, but – um, yeah, I don't know. I To me, I feel, I, I already told you. I feel like Beal's going to end up in Boston. And not because I'm a fan. He just wants to play with this guy Tatum. Like, I know he's been recruiting him when he was on Team USA. That's why those reports came out that he already had his list and Boston was number one. It was the Warriors and I think the Heat. But, yeah, I just feel like that's going to happen um, next offseason if he doesn't get traded this offseason. I feel like he's... Eventually, it's gonna be like Boston's gonna to have to give up, you know, Smart Williams. I don't, I don't think that trade happens if Jalen Brown has to be thrown in, which he most likely has to be. They'll probably just wait for the off season and be like, well, or next off season, and be like, well, he's gonna sign with us anyway. So, you know, but I could, I could see Siakam going for like Wiseman and Wiggins, Kaminga. Yeah, we'll see. But do, you, do you know when the rookies can get traded? Do you know when
1: that? Can um, be I, I, uh, I honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe I think till like I didn't have this rule where they can't trade them a, a month until the se- like a month into the yeah, season. Yeah,
0: because I remember that's what happened with Love and Wiggins when the Cavs got Love. They had to wait like a couple months, and then they did the trade. So I'm wondering if that's going to be the same case this year. But yeah, I, I think that. it's
1: like sort of right now they could right now. But once that like uh, Ricky signs the contract, yeah. it
0: has to be thirty days. Oh okay, yeah, I could see, I could see that happening. I mean, be I could see Beal to the Warriors too. You know, I I feel the same way. He's gonna get frustrated eventually. I know he's trying to stay loyal. I know he's probably looking at Giannis and being, I want to do that too. But you know, when they're not giving you anything, they're just giving you young stars and saying, Hey, make it happen. Yeah, eventually it's it's gonna wear on him and he's gonna want to leave. So. Yeah, I could see that happening, you know, either or. Uh, let's see another kind of big one. <clears throat> I feel like Porzingis is going to get traded uh to where I don't know, but I feel like those reports where he was jealous of Doncic and all that stuff, like I feel like that's done, that relationship is done. So I I didn't come up with any Porzingis trade packages cuz I really don't know what you can get for him right now at this stage of his career injured both of his knees um you know can't stay healthy don't know what team's seeing him but you know there's always a team that could be like oh we could fix him oh we can get the most out of him and you know once we get him we'll be right there did you hear that the bucks might want to get him
1: i did not hear that they were trying to get Kristoff.
0: yeah because if port if portis leaves they're they're trying to get i'm like that those two aren't the same, but I can see why they're doing it. But, yeah, I, I've heard Bucks buzz about Porzingis, so that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I think he's gone. I, I feel like that relationship is done, especially with him saying he's jealous of Doncic. Like, come on, dude. Like, Be a part of the team or bounce. So I feel like he's going to bounce, and, you know, they're going to get, like, a couple young guys and some ass- some draft assets. So, yeah, that's my other one. I don't know what you
1: think. I mean, about that. I mean that's funny. I think I think it's funny that like typically every season, uh every the champion, you know, a lot of teams or a lot of older veterans go back or go to that championship team to try to repeat and win a read there. Uh that's what the Lakers obviously did last season with, you know, like
0: Harold and Schroeder. And
1: then Harrow and Schroeder and then, you know, Wesley Matthews and you know, a couple of those guys and you know, it's funny, you would think a lot of people were you know, a lot of veterans would consider going to Milwaukee. For, for to you know defend the crown and go back to back with Giannis, but no, nah, man, it, I just feel like it's gonna be Brooklyn and L.A. Yep, where teams prefer to go, which is funny to I me, mean, but that's what small market teams are. You know, they no matter if they win the championship, no matter how big Giannis is a star, you know, I don't really see a lot of players going to Milwaukee to join.
0: So. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: but yeah, so the last one that I had, this is the biggest one I think, is Ben Simmons. Will get traded um, mm. to Portland for Damian Lillard. Damn, you took my. <laughs> That's the one I think it just makes too much sense. I think Simmons.
0: You're the one who told me it wasn't gonna happen.
1: I I don't think it was, but now I keep thinking about it more and more. And the reason why I say this is because, like you brought it up earlier, and it's it's funny because I was thinking that way too. Is Billy's playing hardball right now with Ben Simmons, and it's gonna bite them in the ass at some point because you know teams are not gonna offer. You know, I don't think – I think that was the best trade package they could have got, honestly, is with the Warriors or what they wanted with the Warriors. Obviously, they rejected it. But yeah. even if they would have just – like you said, if, even if they would have just took Wiseman, Wakens and two first round those two first-round picks, I think that's the most that they're going to get. Uh, yeah. To be quite honest with you, unless the Portland situation gets really ugly with Lillard, and I think it, it will be. I think at some point Lillard is going to be like Beal, yeah. where, you know, he's going to get frustrated. He's going to want to leave and i think there's going to be a situation where both organizations are going to be like look let's just go swap for swap uh maybe both players just need a new a new place maybe a new you know a new environment a new team to just mesh in and i think both teams are going to come to an agreement i don't i straight up i do think it's just going to be Lillard for simmons no second mm-hmm. round pick in there i no feel like the
0: the sixers have to throw in something because they're getting the better asset in Absolutely. Lillard? Yeah, I feel like they're gonna have to throw in something like Maxi or some other pick. But yeah, I, feel, I that's that's what I had too. I I had Simmons to Portland. But the reason I had it so vague was, you know, if Lillard does end up wanting to stay there, McCollum, I feel like it. Unless it depends how you value, value him. I know you don't value him too high, but um, if whether you like him or Fox. Honestly, that's the, the only like two assets where it's like, okay, who do you, who do you like more? Cause those are the only two you're going to get. If Lillard ends up saying, you know what? I don't, I'm cool. I was pissed what happened with the, the coaching hires and, and I was getting blamed for that, but I'm willing to make it work. Then we'll see. But I don't, I don't know it. If. Lillard ends up leaving. I, what you said to me, that podcast, like, really stuck to me, bro. Like, him with Dallas, it, it just makes too much sense. Like, the fact that you said all that, and I didn't even know that, Um, you know, he had all those connections to them. I didn't even think of the Jason Kidd connection, and then that Nike dude that is a GM now. Like, I, don't, I, I just feel like if, if Dame leaves and he forces his way out, he's going to say, I want to go to Dallas. So...
1: It could happen. It could happen. I just also, it's kind of harder to read lillard because, you know, some days there's reports that he wants to leave and there's some days where he'll tweet out, like, why y'all lying? Like, I don't want to leave. I want to stay. So I really just don't know with Lillard. It's going to come down to him and his situation. Obviously, Ben Simmons is gone. You and I can both agree he's not playing in Philly anymore. Um, But I just just think, you know, it's going to get there at some point with Lillard in this offseason. Right now he's obviously playing in, in Team USA with Tokyo. He's handling his own business over there. But once that's done, I think a lot of players are victims of this. When they go play in Team USA, they see how fun it is to play with another star, and they're like, "Damn! Like this could be this could be me in the league like during during the season." And I think Lillard's gonna finally realize that when he comes back from Tokyo. Like, mm-hmm. well, I can go play with Luca. You know, especially with right now, Luca's killing the game right now in Tokyo. So he could be like, "Oh, yeah. I want to." he'll be like damn you know it'd be nice to have Embiid to my squad you know have him you know carry the load someday so i don't know i think right now it's it's it, like i said there's when there's smoke there's fire and i think right now with lillard it's there's smoke and it's going to definitely turn into fire and both teams are going to discuss a trade yeah because they're both they're both in a very odd situation where philly is in a win now still even if they're trying to trade one of their stars in the team mm-hmm. they're in a win now i think with Joel and bead um and stuff i think and doc obviously being the coach i think philly is also trying to come still compete and that's why they're playing hardball with simmons because if they're they're in a if they're in a rebuilding situation i think the sixes would have just took any you know trade with, with the mindset of, hey, we're going to just take a couple years to rebuild. But I think that's why they're playing hardball right now with Simmons because they want something in return where they believe, like, we can still compete with, with, with the league right now and we have a window. And I think Lillard's the best player or the best player to go out there to get in exchange. So Yeah, that's, I why, that's why I said
0: that was my, my original offer back then. You know, Simmons for Beal – or not Beal, uh, Lillard straight up. But, um, you know, we'll see. I, I feel like eventually Lillard's going to be like, you know what? Maybe next offseason he'll force his way out. The same thing I feel with Donovan Mitchell. I feel like next offseason he'll force his way out of Utah. I just feel like they're going to give it one more run. If it doesn't work out, then it's time to move on at this point. Because those two teams, I just don't feel like they, they have any, you know, championship aspirations, especially in the West. So, you know, maybe Lillard teams up to make a super team in the west or he goes to the, to the east you know it's a little more open i know it's brooklyn but you know milwaukee i don't know if they're gonna be the as strong as they were they, they the same they got the same luck that the Suns got you know injuries and all that it happens I'm not discrediting their title but to say next year oh yeah the bucks are gonna win it for sure mm, no you can't say that because they didn't have a healthy Brooklyn and if Katie's foot was behind the line, they would have got bounced in the second round and it would be a completely different story. So
1: you know. if you're a Betty man right now, right now, look at the rosters today before the off season. You would pick the Lakers.
0: You like, you have to think the the Lakers, they're, they're big three compared to the Nets defensively. I'm taking the the Lakers and They're just too big for them, and I feel like you know the Lakers are gonna slow it down, and I that's that's what the Nets don't want to do. They don't want to slow the pace down, like even even if it's on the other side of the ball, that the Lakers are gonna make them slow down on both ends of the floor. It's gonna give Brooklyn discomfort. They're not gonna like it, and you know, it's like Westbrook and Kyrie cancel each other out defensively. They didn't really try on defense, and then. You know, you put Braun on Harden and AD on KD. I mean, I'm going, yeah, I'm going Lakers right now. If I'm betting, yeah. I, if this, if the team stay the same way and nobody adds a big star, I'm going Lakers.
1: Yeah. Probably uh, agree with you there. Um, I I don't think Brooklyn's that far behind. Um, no, not at I all. I do think they'll be the edge, but... You know, it would have surprised me if, if the Brooklyn takes it this season, uh, just because, you know, they looked like they were going to win this season prior to getting hurt. So uh, I would agree. Um, but I wanted to point this out. Um, obviously, you know, we've done our predictions with the offseason. Mm. Uh, right now, what I would say is if you are a smart betty man, not a smart betty man, a very risky betty, betty man. Put money on the Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. Put money on the Warriors before. This is yeah, not financial
0: please. advice. We are not. This is advisors. not financial <laughs>
1: advice. All I'm saying is, if you are a very risky <clears throat> bet person, like person that bets, and you want to go ahead and take a big risk and maybe it pays off, I got money on the Warriors to win the chip next season. Uh, it sounds crazy right now. You're everyone's probably hearing like, "Yo, what's wrong with you?" Like the Warriors. Are nowhere close to getting a chip. They are a playoff team, but not a chip. Can't championship contender team. But I mean, hey, my bold prediction says itself so. they're going to make a splash and go get a trade and get somebody else to make it a, a big three again there. And I'll, quite frankly, if they get a Bradley Beal or a Siakam, I'm putting that team over anybody because I'm never doubting the Splash Brothers if they're healthy. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's not crazy because look what we just had this past season. Anything can happen. So, you know, I I feel like the Warriors still need to add one more piece, but you know that that could that could be a good bet right now because then what if they do add Siakam later in the year and it's like boom, there's your there's your plus thirteen hundred odds on the Warriors and it's in good shape so I I remember that
1: they're plus twelve hundred right now they have the fifth best odds yeah they have the fifth best odds. Um, okay. But obviously, if they get a Bradley Beal or, the, or oh, a Oh, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, it's going up to like 600.
0: Yeah, it's going to be cut in half. So, you
1: know, take the bet right now if you can, boys and girls. If
0: yeah. you want to go ahead and be risky. I, I don't I don't, really mind that bet. You know, anything can happen. Warriors, you can never doubt them. It's going to be them and the Lakers in the conference finals. So, and barring any injury, like we always have to mention. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be those two. Yeah. It's, um. Let's see. Talked about that. The the last little thing I had. Well, actually, the funny thing is, I had the Lakers adding a third star, and I had DeRozan as number one, because I didn't think they were going to be able to get it done with Westbrook, but they did. But I mean, that that came true. They got their third star. So, um, you know that there, there there goes the West. That pretty much to me, barring any injury, of course. But I I, I just don't see. Anybody really challenging this this Lakers team? Like, are the Nuggets the Nuggets aren't gonna do? It. To to me, there's so many teams that if they make a move right now, they're in it with them. Like the Nuggets to me are are right there with the Lakers if they trade MPJ at his highest value, which is right now. Like I'm a, I'm that could be another bold, uh, bold oh, prediction, I guess. Where but... would
1: he go though? Where, where would he Bro, go? Bro, you
0: do you really think they couldn't get Beal with the MPJ package? Because everybody in the league, for whatever reason, have values him as a potential like superstar. I don't see it. I feel like he could be a star. I feel like he could be a good player. But a lot of people value him as a superstar. If they get Beal or uh, to me, again, that Bleacher Report trade, perfect. Jamal Murray and MPJ for Lillard. Lillard and Jokic? That, that that gets you right there with LA, and I feel like even if they don't have the third guy, those two alone, you get them a decent lineup around them and a decent bench that that could go a long way. But
1: it's actually, it's funny now that I'm thinking about it because you mentioned this team possibly moving on with their point guard, D. Aaron Fox could be another one. Uh, they, you know, the Nuggets could explore trading for uh, mm-hmm. giving them a P 4 so. I was just thinking of that just because of the situation, but, you know, the Kings might want to look to move Fox and, you know, what better yeah, I
0: mean, than they, the Nuggets to me are right there. But if they move, if they move forward with this roster, they're going to end up where they always end up. They're either going to, especially with Murray not coming back to like April or March. I mean, this could be a, a first, second round exit for them next year. And another season where, you know they're gonna look good in the in the regular season. Mike Malone's gonna get all the praise. What a coach he is! And then they're gonna get bounced. And then what? You know, the Mike Malone to me is another, you know, dude where it's like, come on, bro. Like, what are, what are we doing here? It's time. It's time to move on with this guy. But you know, I've been wrong before. Coach Bud obviously proved that he's the, he's the new Mike McCarthy of the NBA, and he's gonna have this job for the next ten years. So, um. You know, maybe Malone does the same thing next year and gets lucky and the Nuggets win the championship <laughs> next year. But you never know. I just feel like he's another coach where it's like, come on, dude. Like, we're go- we're going to keep calling him a good coach after every single time you guys move forward. It's like, oh, there's always an excuse built in. Mm, I don't know. To me, the Nuggets are right there with you guys if they make a good move. So just they
1: just they have Yeah, like, they just have to make a move. If they keep the roster they have this year, they're not going
0: to win. Yeah, that just shows me you guys don't want to win. I mean, there's no other way to put it.
1: There's a window, of boys and girls, in yeah and Like it's You already- think you
0: think Jokic is gonna be, you know, like I, I mean, Jokic is a, is a rare. I think he's a very humble
1: human being. Yeah, yeah. I, think. Mur- I- I, I just feel like you know what anything. I mean.
0: Like there, there's stars that, you know, they they come in this league, they they make a splash, and then you know, injuries or whatever, anything can happen. Like Murray tearing his ACL, like. Some guys don't come back from that. What if Murray doesn't come back from that? I'm not hoping that for him. I hope he comes back healthy. He's a good player. But it's just you never know with these things. Like you said, there's a window. You got, you have to be aggressive in making moves like all these other teams are to stay in the mix. Again, they could have had Harden. They probably would have won the championship last year. You know? It's just those things where it's like a what if. So, um, eh, I don't know. It, it's just going to be tough if Denver goes into the – uh, regular season with this roster. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know if you have anything else.
1: Oh, that is it for me. Um, obviously, football's around the corner. You know, we'll get into that at some point sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, I, didn't say, I mean, I just want to refer back to it real quick. We brought up the basketball odds. Um, I obviously brought up my parlay to you. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably just say it out here: I have the Bucks and the Warriors next season winning the chip. Um, how realistic do you oh, think? Oh,
0: Tampa! Can I'm like, wait, what? Okay, yeah, Tampa. Bucks? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers <laughs> in football. Uh,
0: how realistic?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, anything can happen in the NBA and the NFL. It's gonna be Chiefs and Bucks again, unless something happens. You know, something drastic happens. I don't, I don't feel like Green Bay it, is any better with the addition of Cobb. I, I really don't, you know. How did they get better? Just by drafting Cobb. I mean, trading for Cobb. Mm. Every team is the same. It, it's just based off of, like, oh, what if this happens and this happens? But, like, those two teams are sure things. Like, like we said, you know, we've talked about this. I'm not sure if it was in a pod or, you know, on, in private conversations, but – the Chiefs are loaded, bro. Like they're the same team, and then they added a better line. Like that was the one. That was the one knock on them last year, and they fixed it. They addressed it. So they have Tooney. They have Orlando Brown. They have that uh, doctor that's coming back. I I can't remember his name. Um, he opted out last year to help with COVID. So it's like, I mean, it, that's very realistic for the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks just beat them. So, you know. Bucks, like I said, the Warriors. It's just things have to break your way for that for that to happen. So, I mean, it's it's not far fetched, um, and the Lakers and the my bad, the Dodgers. I know you have them on there too. After all the moves they made, that's very realistic too that they they're gonna win the series. So, absolutely,
1: that's that's what I was gonna bring up. Uh, But now going back to the, I mean, this is the NBA, so I wanted to go back. I wanted to ask you this as well uh and before we head out who is the one sleeper right now in terms of odds oh. that could really win the chip because i mean I'll, I'll tell you the top eight right now it's brooklyn number one lakers two bucks three suns at four warriors at five jazz at six sixers at seven and the clippers at eight
0: jazz at six wow um
1: and then I guess I can finish it off with the clip or
0: the clipper. No, the Nuggets and the Mavericks right behind them. See the I would say Mavericks, but they don't have cap space, and I don't feel like they're going to add anybody huge this off season. So, no to them. that. To me, the the best value you have is the Warriors because you don't know what their their roster is going to look like in March. They anything yeah. can happen, and they can make a deal for a Siakam or a Beal, and then they're right in it uh besides that team i mean it's tough to say maybe the suns maybe it's just like i said they have to do something with that roster too they can't go uh, they have to add they they have to get bigger is what i'm trying to like they that was a huge issue for them and especially if you're going to go up against la the Lakers, like their their roster is going to be huge. I, I know by the end of the off season, they're going to have one of the biggest lineups because that's the way they like. That's the way. That's the reason they won the twenty twenty championship because they were the biggest team and the Heat couldn't, you know, do anything about it. So they need to add more size, especially if you know an eight injury happens or like a Dario Saric. Look how much that swung in the finals, like we talked about. So maybe the suns but i feel like the warriors are the best sleeper right now because it's just you never know with them
1: okay good to know good to know i mean this is just pre obviously pre-off season we'll see yeah. you know there's gonna be a shake-up somewhere we just don't know yeah, where,
0: there's but... gonna be a move where we're not even talking about where it's like oh shit like that changes everything so you know well, well see. i
1: mean Sergi baka just opted into his contract for the clippers so Ooh, Can but, I, I mean him? they could they could flip them
0: they could flip them
1: lakers did that with trez he opted in and they traded him yep. Washington.
0: i mean that could be Kemba right there bro i don't know we'll see
1: all right all right uh,
0: yeah i think that's it um yes, sir. we'll get into our division previews pretty soon obviously preseasons next week the hall of fame game so um where nfl's right around the corner we'll we'll break that down we have a lot things a lot of things planned for that so you know we'll see how we're gonna do it but we're gonna make it happen and yeah off seasons on monday technically for the for the nba so we'll see what what happens what moves shake up and you know I'm excited, bro. It's a it's a rare time in sports. We, you know, we've been saying that lately because of COVID, but it's a rare time where we're gonna get NBA off season and you know the NFL starting up at the same time. So it's exciting. We'll see what happens. I mean,
1: it's very. I, I think this should be a permanent thing. Honestly, I think it was very entertaining to watch the NBA during the summer, the bulk of summertime, June yeah. and July. I know they have them in June, but you know, roughly when that ends, late June and the month, the whole month of July, like. You know, there's baseball, but really, like, there's nothing else to really look forward to every day. And uh, I think the NBA should just keep this permanent. Um, And I know you and I talked about this before. The NFL just dominates TV and ratings and media coverage throughout the entire season. And I think it'll be best for the NBA to just start later in December uh, when the NFL is just about wrapping up their regular season. And and I think.
0: yeah, my bad. I didn't mean, it cuts up, but I remember like that, that you said that like, they just jogged the memory where it's like last year around October finals was going on. It was probably like week four, week five of the NFL and Jaguars Colts. I think or Jaguars Titans was a Thursday night game and there was a finals game that happened that same night and the NFL like ratioed the fuck out of the, the finals, the finals, bro. Like if a regular jaguars t- yeah they're always gonna rule the tv schedule so i agree i feel like this was pretty yeah this was pretty like cool to it's have. it's pretty sweet because yeah, i mean i like it because you're ending see? one season and going right into another with sports
1: yeah because let's be quite honest i mean nfl and nba rule american sports i think yeah. that's the two big sports that i mean there's obviously the big four with the nhl and mlb but i think
0: Right now if, it's NFL, NBA. Right
1: now it's NFL, NBA, and, you know, NBA just finished. We're about it. We're hyped for the offseason now, and, you know, I guess it's going to be more about transitioning to the NFL, but it's going to be also what most NBA teams made, but also, you know, what's going on in training camp and preseason yeah. for them. And once September hits, you know, mm-hmm. it's, we're gonna, the whole the entire focus will be on the NFL and the NBA will lay to rest until probably November. Yeah. Right. So it's and fun. did you see
0: that the NBA is already going to go back to their normal schedule? Yeah, I don't like that. October. I
1: disagree. I mean, I think they should. Obviously, you know, there's TV rights and schedules that they need to fit and get all you know, 82 games in, which I totally understand. But in my opinion, I think they should just need to start in like Christmas yeah. Day, or like a few days before, yeah. like they did, and just end it in July.
0: Yeah, the season. CPA... Because I think their
1: ratings. Were their ratings higher this season? The NBA maybe, Finals?
0: Maybe. Yeah, no. Well, compared to last year, they were. Yeah, they were. But um, I feel like the next CBA, the lockout's going to be a lot longer when they do Mm -hmm. that, you know, that that contract dispute because they're going to have to cut the 82 games down. This 72-game schedule, to me, worked a lot better. Obviously, they need to space it out more because they were just trying to cram in a bunch of stuff so they can finish when they wanted to finish. But, you know, if you actually take the season... Do seventy games? I would do seventy. You know, just do seventy games, spread it out pretty evenly, where you're not having back to backs every other day, kind of deal. And having the playoffs the way they played out this year, the way the season ended around August, I mean that's that's perfect. You know, you literally the the draft and the way that I don't know, it just flows so well around this time, and they take most of the. You know, they're gonna get their best ratings around this time, so you I know.
1: agree. That's what I'm saying, man. Like I just don't know. Like baseball as good as it is and you know, there's huge and or huge baseball fans out there, but realistically speaking, the NBA, man, it's just they're the they're the best they're the best league yeah. out there to watch other than the NFL and you know, you don't wanna to touch the NFL, so let's just go out there and make more money and these mm-hmm. other times where you know the nfl's not really doing much so i don't know man it's just common sense in their part If they want to make a lot more money uh they could they just avoid the nfl schedule for the yeah. most part
0: it yeah i mean we'll sense. see. like i said the next cba they have it's going to be a it's going to be rough i don't we'll probably have another like what was it 2011 2010 when the season started super late it's going to be something like that again so um we'll see i don't know but yeah we're just rambling at this point <laughs> Yes sir. But uh we always do. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all it's all constructive. So we'll catch y'all in the next one guys. Uh follow our social media, subscribe to Sports Inferno. And yeah, we'll be back with a bunch of NFL content. So stay tuned. Yes sir. All right, peace. Peace.